Hello and welcome. Reinforced Running Podcast. My name is Rich Ryan. What is up today? Super special, super fun episode with my guys, Ryan Kemp and BJ Jones. So in this episode, we talk specifically about the Spartan Games. We go into detail about each one of these events uh, that they that they went through, their mindset through, and just give you a little behind the scenes on what was actually going on the competition side of the Spartan Games. So awesome conversation. Really cool and fun to to kind of dive into what was expected of them and how they kind of prepared and what their mindset was going on through. So I love that. I mean, this is this is my jam right here. So I think you'll love it too. Here we go. VJ Jones, Ryan Kent. I'm wondering if you could replace Goose with Capri Suns. I don't and see you why make that not. the title. You should make that the title of this episode: replacing Goose with Capri Suns, with VJ and Kent. <laughs> I, I, I could see it happening. I don't see why not. It's, it's basically tailwind. I mean, maybe less salt. <laughs> I don't know. I think you'd be fine. Uh, boys, you guys are not fresh off of the Spartan Games, but we've now seen the Spartan Games in its entirety. So I wanted to have you guys. I wanted to hang out and just chat about what was going on during the Spartan Games. So I guess let's just set the stage a little bit about like, where you guys were in terms of competition because it wasn't it wasn't recent right so like watching it now and the the athletes that you are at this point i'd like to kind of get an idea of how you're feeling at the time so uh vj you were coming off of big bear which was a big race for the u.s national series race probably kind of like uh the apex of your season more or less and then this was the next day or like the next week after the finals U.S. National Series race, right? It was the next day, actually. So, like, the National Series ended on Sunday, and then we woke up the next morning and started Spartan Games. Um, And I had found out about it about, like, three days before my flight to Big Bear. (laughs) I did want to ask that. Like, how much time did you guys know? I think some people had some heads up. Like, I'm guessing, Kent, you probably didn't actually get heads up very long, but you assumed, like, they they have to bring me back, right? Like that, I mean, yeah, that was the impression, but nobody was hitting me up. I wasn't getting any emails, no phone calls. Yeah, dude. And then, you know, last minute it was like, hey, like you're coming to this thing. And I'm like, I kind of don't want to, you know, because <laughs> like, I don't know, like I finished on the podium last year. I, I felt like I deserved to, to, de- to defend that podium spot. And the fact that they waited to the last minute to tell me about it, I was just... I wasn't happy about it, but I wasn't going to turn down an opportunity to go make some money either. So, just adds a chip on your shoulder. You you like that kind of I stuff? I do. Yeah. You're like, come on, let's go. Yeah. Where's some respect? So you guys only got a couple, literally like, right, less like ten to fifteen days or something. I think I got a call on Monday, and my flight was on Friday. So <laughs> that's uh, so yeah, that was kind of. I was like, okay, cancel my flight back and uh, find a new return date. And I'll just be staying out there doing Spartan games. Cause, and, and that was probably the best thing that could have happened to me. Because if they would have told me like two months before, like, hey, would you like to come to Spartan games? I would have mm-hmm. thought about it. And I would have probably started training for it. And it might not have necessarily translated into, you know, my performance in Big Bear. Because, I don't know, somewhere along the way, people got confused thinking that, you know, obstacle racers are the best all around athletes. And that's just not true. Like I wouldn't say I'm nearly anywhere close to say what Kent is as an all around athlete. Um, so 
Kent was going to be more successful in, in a competition like Spartan Games because of the style of training that he does. But I am a more successful obstacle racer and a kind of fitness that I pursue directly. So I'm kind of glad that they didn't tell me because it probably would have diluted what I wanted to do because I don't like showing up to any competition not prepared. Um, but it was kind of cool just to go in and kind of celebrate everything that I've done mm. leading into that and then just kind of go from from the mindset of having fun with it um, instead of like, I have to win this, you know? But you also belong, right? It's a Spartan Games. You are the top two arguably athletes in the Spartan race. So like having you there makes sense, right? If that's what it's going to be, whether, whether it's um, how prepared for this specific games you were or not. So I was happy that you got that, that you got that call. Um, and so I'm Thank guessing you. that you were yeah in your uh, OCR training, getting ready for big bear, probably a lot of mountain stuff, obstacle things. Um, Ken, on your end, you're kind of like transitioning into full-time hybrid at this time, like October, mm-hmm. Uh, of 2021 what were you what were you training like what was your training like like what was your year like leading up to that point yeah i was probably in the best like i was in good deca mile shape um i had just broken that world record like a month prior i was aware i heard (laughs) my bad dude my bad (laughs) but um I was super fit, like going into spartan games but there was one thing i was lacking and that was just like durability and endurance um just because i hadn't been putting in any really like hardly anything over like 60 minutes in training um so even though we didn't have to do like a four or five hour run the half marathon was still long enough to kind of put me put me in some hurt um some of the other events that that were kind of on the longer side uh i just wasn't able to do as well but the things that were you know super intense um like or vo2 max type efforts like i felt like i was really really prepared for but um you know the longer the longer stuff i you know i wish i could have done a little bit better and maybe had i you know had a longer heads up for the event maybe i could have done a a few more long runs but it is what it is did you even i mean Spartan game season one kind of came out of necessity for COVID, right? It almost seemed like something uh, Joe kind of said on a whim. It's like, oh, we're going to have the Spartan pro team up here on the farm and we'll just have this big competition. We'll throw some money out there. Wasn't really what it was because, I mean, they, you know, they got influencer type people involved and, uh, and it wasn't necessarily going to be something that they were going to continuously do. Did you think that they were going to bring this back or were, were you surprised as everybody when they kind of brought it out? Because you're right, Ken. I remember they – they were saying it was going to happen even before they had invited athletes. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say, I mean, nothing surprises me anymore with, with Spartan race at this point. Um, They can just decide last minute to just like put on an event and call up some people and make it happen. Um, So, you know, I was hoping there would be another one because again, that's another opportunity to, to, you know, win some cash. Mm. Um, And, to be honest, this year I felt I really did feel like I, I could win. Like I knew I wasn't where I wanted to be in, in some areas, but everyone that I was talking to, talking to people that were involved in the event, were really kind of like, "Hey, man, like you have a, a really good shot at winning this thing." Um, you were in the mix, and, and I was I was excited for it. Yeah, um, started off really well, and then and then kind of slid down the hill a little bit, but. 
and I'm, I do want to go through like all the events, just kind of get your take and like what your mindset and how you guys were thinking leading into it. But um, like going into once you got the call and you're approaching and I mean, VJ, I'm interested, like, were you thinking about what this event was going to be like at all? Or were you just like, I just got to do Big Bear and then whatever they throw at me, I'm just going to take. Or were you trying or were you able to speculate a little bit about what kind of demands were going to be put on you in this Barton Games? VJ had, reference. VJ had the chillest mindset of everyone there. Like he really didn't like he cared, but he didn't care. Like he just had this carefree kind of attitude um, about the whole competition. Dude like, just no won the national series. He was feeling great. He's like, yeah, he's, like, what is this? He's like, Dude, this is just icing on the cake. Yeah, it's game show. I'll go on <laughs> but that really show. was. I'm sorry to interrupt, but that really was his mentality. Like the whole week, he just laid back a celebration of of the year that he had just had, and um, I'll let VJ kind of pick up pick up off that yeah man i didn't have any pressure on myself like uh i had done i had two goals in the year you know i wanted the 3k world championship and i wanted the u.s national series i got both of those things and then i had the opportunity to compete here and that doesn't mean like i lollygagged through any of it like i gave my all wherever i could um but you know there was no pressure so i just kind of like took each event as like a, a singular thing didn't really worry about the overall, but just went like really hard on everything and, and had a good time. Um, it was my first like experience with multi-day, uh, like a multi-day event, but also multiple events in a single day. Mm-hmm. Like everyone's done race weekends um, where like you race multiple times in a weekend. Um, but this was like, this was pretty difficult for me. Um, going multiple events in a day, back to back days. Um, I don't have that skill set, at least not right now. So it was it was tough. It's not something necessarily that you need to train for for Spartan, right? Because you put in like big doses of training to prepare for your specific race. Not like a lot of smaller, high intensity doses uh, throughout a day. Like this is more like what a CrossFitter would be prepared for. So with you, like not even knowing you were going to go to this, like it's not necessarily like a skill, yeah. I wouldn't say, but it's just something that you weren't really trained on. Yeah, I think it's something I could develop, but yeah. like right now, it's not something that's like a focus of mine. But um, with more competitions like this coming out, like after watching the Go Rebels <laughs> this past weekend, like that looked really, really cool. Um, so if there's more stuff like that on the horizon and opportunities to something I could maybe perform in, maybe it's something I need to branch into and, and, and start practicing. But like going into it, it was not a skill set that I had. But I mean, I still like. Like I don't have any excuses or anything, but I like I gave everything I had like at all these events. So like, it was cool. the the style of competition does make sense from an OCR perspective, right? Like if you wanted to do like yeah, basically what a CrossFit competition is, like have it, but just maybe like a little bit more drawn out, like a 10k obstacle course, and then maybe some strength stuff. Like it would make sense. I could see this being a format that does branch out a little bit more. Like you said, the Go Ruck Games, like maybe not to a certain extent that how Spartan has been doing it, but I could see this being a thing. And I think it'd be something people would like. It would be cool. Um, I'd say like, other than, you know, what we saw in the broadcast and everything like that. Um, the biggest weakness from the Spartan games was the fact that it was less of a competition and more just like kind of a show or they tried to put on like, a, like kind of a publicity stunt of sorts. Um, I thought the first season seemed a little more well-rounded where the strength athletes could actually shine a little bit. Like there were some actual uses of strength. Like there were a, 
what was there, two real like kind of strength style events. And I outperformed almost everyone that was stronger right. than, <laughs> right. you know, that I had a better in, like endurance than them, but the, they didn't have a chance to use their strength or that style of training. Like almost everything was endurance based to some capacity. Um, so if you weren't prepared for that, like you just got hammered and I, I, I kind of felt bad for those people. Like, um, it was, it was really strange. This and, is the- and, 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 and Watson even, uh, admitted that he's trying to find the fittest endurance athlete. He said that on this season, he didn't say that last season. So the fact that there were some, you know, athletes like Christian Harris there, like these are not endurance athletes. You you admitted you're looking for the 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 fittest endurance athlete. So why why are you not bringing in, you know, solely endurance athletes? And and to me, this Fair. not it's not necessarily a, a format problem. It's a casting problem, right? It was yes. almost almost like the and like you said, I'm going to call it casting because it wasn't qualifications in there. It was like literally, let's get people in here who we think might be compelling. But like almost immediately, I think after the first event the top four were the top four pretty right? much. Mm-hmm. I think that, I think that was the case. So it was, it was basically like there was parts where it was just like you four and then the rest of, then everybody else got zeros. You know, a perfect, <laughs> a perfect, uh, comparison between the, the go rut games and Spartan games, Mac Roche mm-hmm. got dead last in Spartan games, dead last. I don't even, how many points did he get? Not many. And this dude just finished third at Go Ruck Games. So there's there's a problem there. They like, did a good job at Go Ruck Games with the strength. Correct. Yeah. And that's that's probably what most people were expecting in Spartan games, right? You know, yeah. something a little more uh not not so one sided. And it seems like a dude like Christian Harris was kinda like after the first event, he's like, All right, this is actually not gonna be for me, where like uh Tim Szymanski was like, What? the fuck <laughs> like what is this like why are we not doing any strength stuff mm-hmm. um like i said i think it's more of a casting thing you know and i think that they kind of did that last season too where it was still pretty polarized and they even gave the strength athletes some events to help them shine but like the outcome was pretty much the same last year too because who got who got fourth last year was it aaron mm-hmm. yeah so, so yeah so basically same still thing. like the same way yeah still same thing so let's get into it day one First event was Deca Heavy. So it was like uh, a weighted sprint, 20 burpees of the weight vest, sled push, farmers, skier, pull-ups, row, deadlift at 225. Some calorie cells, and they had that weird like uh, kind of zercher squat weighted cross or tombstone kind of thing. Um, So going into this, uh, VJ, you kind of mentioned how this was more or less like a game show, right? And that that is kind of how it kind of played out. So because of that, they seem to try to facilitate a little bit of um, drama and rivalry between you and Atkins, even more than like what would be there. Because, I mean, it was fresh off of the U.S. National Series where yeah. you guys were head to head. Were you expecting that? Were you like, OK, like it's going to be me and Atkins. Are they going to try to yeah. do that? And, and when they when yeah, it showed up, were you like, all right, here we go? Or what was your thoughts going into it? Um, I, I was actually kind of looking forward to it. I figured they'd put Atkins and I together because we're similar. Um, but then some of the other matchups didn't really make any sense. I guess it kind of made sense. They wanted to try to put Hunter up against, um, Christian Harris, assuming that he would be like a really strong contender in that event. But realistically it should have been like 
me versus Atkins and uh, Hunter versus Kent. Versus Kent. Like, that would have that would have made sense. Um, yeah. But they said they, it was they, random, they but no I don't. Faith. They had no faith in your boy. <laughs> Throw that chip back on the shoulder. That's it, man. Who was your matchup, Kent? Uh, was it Tim? Tim Samaski? Yeah, and that, yeah. yeah. I mean, him and him and Christian should have gone against each other. But since it was the first event, I mean, that was the only time we were going to. Well, we if the sled, if, hey, if the sleds wouldn't have taken so long, that event would have been much, much shorter. And That's to true. be honest. To be honest, I was thinking Hunter and Christian were probably the favorites. So I, in my head, I'm thinking third, but there's a chance to win the event. Um, but I was, we were all thinking like eight minutes, nine minutes, like oh, tops. Really? Yeah. And then the sleds, you know, were a big problem um, for a lot of was, people. But yeah, dude, the sleds were light. They were really lightweight. Mm-hmm. There's like they one were, plate they, on it, right? They were trying to make them heavier when we first got there. And we tried to push them and we're like, there's no way. Like these sleds are not – you could have had no weight on those things and it would have been a mm-hmm. real problem. Like you basically would have just had to pick it up and carry it. it and was it a traction it. thing? Like mm-hmm. like a, the foot traction? Is that what it was or just the sled wasn't going to move in that grass? The sled wasn't going to move in the grass. It was so lumpy. And mm-hmm. I don't know if they took those like skid plates off, you know, the plastic uh, plates for like turf in a gym off the bottom uh i don't know if they left those on but those make a really harsh lip on the edges so Mm. you could not like you had to push down as hard as you could on the back of the sled and then move it forward like if you look at the strategy that kent had that was the best he leaned onto it and had his hands pushing down on the sled and then his shoulders pushing into the bars like that was the best way to do it Uh, props kent for figuring that out. Well, shout shout to Kent. Listen, that was that was an advantage I had for not going first. Mm-hmm. You know, I was able to watch some other people find a technique, and that's one thing maybe I I don't like about event one was that we were allowed to watch, and you were able to pick up on things um, that people who went later could maybe use uh, to their advantage, which we did see with Lindsay, um, but like. I don't know if, if people didn't know how long it took them to do the sleds, maybe they would attempt it. But the fact that we were able to sit there and kind of time everything, uh, we were able to, you know, make the decision if, you know, what made sense. And I was able to see different techniques on the sleds. Um, so I guess the only way to fix that problem would be to just not have anyone like whoever's competing is competing and everyone else is, you know, a quarter mile away and you shuttle them in. Or a bigger setup, or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Or yeah, eight person setup with that. With those men, didn't seem, didn't seem. But at the same time, every one of the male competitors had a chance to watch the female competitors. Right. And and the, on the female side, Lauren I think went first and won. Right. So it didn't necessarily make that much of a difference on on their end. So I mean, everybody could have pushed us other how you push it. Like the lot, lot of time to like watch it and see it kind of play out. Did it? Did it feel like a high rock sled? It did. It did. It did. I mean like a third of the weight, but it, it felt just as difficult. Like the amount of effort you were having to put in to move that thing kind of, kind of felt similar. Um, but yeah, there was, was no consistent progress no. Like with high rocks. Like you're exerting a lot, but you're still moving the whole time. Sometimes you'd put in everything you have and the thing just wouldn't move at all. And you're like, <laughs> just okay, I just wasted all of that energy on nothing. <laughs> it started raining too, or like even sleeting, um, like halfway yeah. through that competition, which made the ground like even just more insane. Like, 
if there was a place where the tank made sense, the that was tank, it. That was, this yeah. was it. Like Yancey didn't have a couple of those. I figured he just like drives around with those things. He's got he's got them hitched. It, it's Titan. They just had been sponsored by Titan Fitness, and they oh. had to display the Titan sled, so they couldn't have torque in there. Got um, it. He definitely had one of those, like in, in a trailer, like <laughs> yeah. probably on the side of the track. You couldn't he's have waiting, just been like, "Hey, let's just." It. Let's just put a Titan sticker on there and call it a day. <laughs> oh, I see. That makes sense. What do you think would have been a better – because that would, really was the game changer that seemed a little bit – like a little bit too much variability in that. Would you have wanted to see something different or do you think it was a fair representation of like the fitness that they were tra- – that you would have liked to have seen for like a DECA heavy? I mean I like the sled. Um I wouldn't want to take it out, but to say it was a fair comparison between everybody, I would say no, because, you know, people were, were wearing different shoes. You know, some people mm-hmm. didn't have any traction whatsoever. Um, I wore the Evo Jaws, and I was, you know, digging into the ground pretty well. And some other people were wearing the, the Spartan Craft shoes, and they were slipping, you know, with every step they tried to take. Well, um, who wears the Spartan Craft shoe? That's just like... The people who... The- are not Spartan. Who are giving that? Good, good work having Evo Jaws still. So, I didn't even know. Like, yeah, like, yeah. How old are those? Like, like three or four years. A couple old? years. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, I was a shoe dealer at that event. Christian Harris wore a pair of my shoes. I wore my shoes, and Chris Rogowski also wore my shoes. So, <laughs> what so, they wear? VJs. Um, Christian yeah. Harris wore my Solomons, um, oh. but Chris Rogowski wore my uh, my VJ Sparks. Yeah. So Which trail shoe was probably the move. Something with that was lugs. the only move. That's the only yeah. way to do it, unless you had football cleats. Which that's not a terrible thing to bring to something like this. I think right? they said no on they that. Said right? No. I don't. I think so. I think they said that. you weren't allowed to have cleats or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like an aggressive trail shoe. Some was quarter inch spikes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Some halves in there, cross country style. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. VJ did get on those deadlifts. Thanks, you know? dude. Yeah, the, the, were you worried about that weight? I mean, that weight is like, it is heavy. It's but it's like definitely doable. It's definitely heavy once you get your heart rate up. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know? dude. The, I like. I think station. Yeah, I think I'd start like close my eyes at some point, and I was just like, ah, <laughs> just doing it. Um, no, I wasn't afraid of the weight. Like I knew I could do it. Um, I've, I'd say my deadlift is way stronger right now than it was when I went into that. Um, but like. I had never done 225 for what was it 10? 10, but I knew that I could do it. Like I've done, uh, I think at the time I was doing like 275 for sets of like five or something. So I knew like I was gonna be fine, but it was it was pretty rough. Like your heart rate getting that high, um, and that's the thing that I've really learned about, like the hybrid athletes and the deco stuff. My heart rate never gets that exploded in an obstacle race. Like it just doesn't happen. It's more, you learn how to control your heart rate on obstacles. If anything, you can bring them down. Mm -hmm. So getting popped like that and then having to continue, I wasn't prepared for that. And I even experienced it at the DECA in Denver, like just getting every station raises your heart rate versus getting to rest on it, which I'm used to obstacles and you get to rest. So it's a totally different style of fitness. And I, I felt like I should have been better at it, but it made sense why I wasn't. So it was, it's, it, the, it was inten- cool. the intensity, right? It's like preparing for like that event. If you thought would be like eight minutes to be like preparing to run like a two mile, right? Like 
like a, a, a 4K, which is very high intensity and trying to do stuff in between yet where an OCR event, even like a big bear was still like an hour, right? It's yeah. still like a longer yeah. event. Um, were you were you were you surprised to beat Atkins? Because he did pretty well in the deck of stuff last year. No, nah, I was gonna smash that guy. I mean, no matter what, whatever yeah. was out there was happening. I wasn't gonna let him beat me on like I know he doesn't really lift weights like that. Or maybe he does and he just doesn't tell anybody. But um I was like, I actually like lift weights in the gym sometimes. Like I have to win this. You have a skier and um, stuff too, right? You've been on those machines. Yeah, yeah. I mean I I don't have a skier anymore, but um yeah, whoa, like whoa, I have experience whoa. Where, doing where'd it. Where'd it go? Still the other house. Oh. It's it's kind of a gift. Gotcha. Uh, um, <laughs> you're gonna sell it. Holla your boy. If you got a rower for Kent, he needs one. Yeah, yeah. Have you guys heard of that ski row? Totally tangent. Mm-hmm. But do you think that's legitimate, or do you just only get the concept two machines? The metrics are the same. That's what I was gonna say. I mean, yeah. I'm always gonna get whatever the competition that I'm competing in has. So concept two. Yeah. But do I think you could? That'll get you 95 percent of the way there. Probably. You just have to go off effort. Like, yeah, it'll work for what you want it to do, but like your metrics are going to be messed up a little mm-hmm. bit. It's a little faster, I think. That's fair. If my ranking still stays good for the Deca World Championships and I get to qualify for that <sighs> or the national championships or whatever, I'll come through. I'm going to start uh, slamming some workout with you guys. It's yeah, world championships. World. So they don't have any international Deca events, but it's a world championship. Yes. Cool. <laughs> so whoever wins like is it. going to be a world champion. Hey. Perfect. I'll, right? Whatever. I'll take that title still. <laughs> I'll 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 come throw my hat in the ring. Why not? Sounds You're, fun. Who's taking that title still? We're gonna see. This will be <laughs> this will be something. Um. All right. So Kent, you got the win. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. That was really pumped. I wasn't surprised, but like uh, seeing an event like that would. You were definitely fired up. I was, and I like I said, I suspected Hunter or Christian to win that event. So the fact that I came through and won like for one like it showed like my fitness was in a good good place and two just like i don't know like i needed a win over hunter you know he's Mm -hmm. he's gotten the best of me so many times over the years um finally no he's not easy to beat and we're on a roll right now with 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 that guy so um i got the ball rolling started again uh, spartan games but no, I, I thought, you know, the weight wasn't super heavy, like 225, like you said, but still, like, guys like Hunter and Christian, I really thought would be able to move that weight with, with way less effort than me. Um, but, yeah, I knew where I was. Like, when I got to the assault bike portion of that event, I knew I was ahead of where Hunter was, and I just kept pushing. Um, I think all I had to do was do the do – the, the, the squat thing the squat thing without stopping like i had to go down each side do the squats come back as long as i didn't stop i was going to get the fastest time and uh yeah i was able to do it was that heavy or just awkward it was kind of heavy but mostly awkward i mean it wasn't light by any means and every time you squatted down it kind of digged into your your uh like the top of your thigh like right below your waist and Mm. That piece of equipment is a terrible piece of equipment. No one would ever train with it. It's completely nah. useless. On the bottom of it, there's these sharp corners. So you had two ways to squat it. Either you could squat it normally and honestly, where you would try to like 
have a wide stance and squat where it would go, the implement would like drop between your legs. And if you did that, you were practically ripping open the inside of your like thighs. Or you can do what I did where I would squat and rest it into my hip flexors and let it kind of lean forward as I squatted mm -hmm. down. Little and that still hurt a bunch, like yeah. digging metal into your like hips right there. It was ridiculous. Can um, you, yeah, it doesn't seem to be made for squat. It's probably just for carries, right? Like what you did in the, it's uh, not made for anything. One. It's like, it looks cool, but it's not like functional in any way. It's like, look what we did. We can make this like weird looking thing. You should try to do stuff with it. Fitness. That's why we like rep fitness on this podcast. You know, that's how we do. R-E-P. Uh, so, uh, good start rep. to this. Uh, Kent was in first. VJ, you were in third then, right? Was where you finished in that first event? That's right. I think yeah, you, dude. Were, you were in front of Atkins. I beat, I beat Hunter's sled time. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I don't think, I think that was because it started to rain a little bit. So that might have yeah. helped the sled slide a little bit, but it was pretty rough. Because you're a workhorse uh, and you're strong as fuck. So you're good to go. VJ's yeah, goal, right. the, the, I had a talk with VJ. I told him the only goal is to try to beat Atkins in like every event possible. The <laughs> <Your> only <laughs> um, goal is to win the Spartan games. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, the fact that for me, when he beat Atkins, I was like, yes, like that's more points in between uh, me and Atkins. That's more he's going to have to try to gain back later. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was huge for, for VJ to pull that off. So then going it into didn't the last very long. <laughs> then going into the pass <laughs> test, which was just, uh, what was it? Uh, push-ups, sit, uh, pull-ups, push-ups, sit-ups, 1.5 mile run, and then that swim situation. Um, mm -hmm. Have you guys ever done anything like this? Neither of you guys are, have military background, right? So you haven't necessarily done this type of testing before. I've well, done. He did the selection. Yeah, I did the selection TV okay. show, and we did some similar something stuff. like that. Yeah, and so, I don't, I don't really do a lot of strength, so. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm as strong as I need to be and not any stronger than necessary. So like I got to 20 pull-ups and uh, that was my strongest showing of all the things. I think I hit the bare minimum for both the sit-ups and the push-ups. <laughs> uh, was there a strategy into that for either of you guys? Or just all gas, no break. Like whatever we can get or get. Send it. it. Yeah, I was just trying to send it. I had not much thought. I was just trying to get as many reps as possible for each one. What's your number one tip for ab routine? You just smoke sit-ups. That, that's just you got to work your core and use weights. Like, don't just do, uh, you know, some sit-ups with with no weight. Like, add add weight to your core routine with volume. Because I mean, with volume to yeah. do that much is legit. Honestly, it was harder on the hip flexors than the abs. Like, the mm. abs were fine. The hip flexors were so dead, and then we had to go run a mile and a half. Hmm. That was pretty rough. Like my hip flexors were just like falling yeah. apart. It was, it was really point. tough. How much time between the strength stuff and the run? Um, 10 minutes. You had 10 minutes to change and get ready for your run, whatever you needed to do. Um, get your shoes on, get warmed up or whatever. Um, and we're all sharing like the same back of this van to change out of. So it wasn't like a smooth process. Plus it was like, what, like 30, 40 degrees out. Dude, it was cold. It was so cold. And uh, we're all like shivering, like, okay, I, I probably want to wear shorts. And then we're all like huddled around the back of this van, like trying to reach our bags and grab our shirts and stuff. It's pretty sweet. What'd you guys put on for your footwear for the road run? Because it was all road, right? Mm hmm. 
The flat um, was it downhill at all? It was all uphill on the way out, right? And then downhill coming back, or was it the opposite? I can't. Remember. It was. It was pretty like it was kind of rolling, and then there was like a little hill right at the end of the first half, and then we turned around and came back. It was. I don't know. There was, was there was some elevation gain for sure. For sure, for sure. Like um, I've, hmm. yeah, and I wore the I wore the hyperspeeds, Asics hyperspeeds. I wore the VJ shoes Endorphin Pro. <laughs> of course. Yeah, I would have yeah. wore the the Alpha Fly version of VJs. That's that's what I would have definitely put on for something like that. I haven't tried those yet. I got to I got to get my hands on a pair. Sounds they're, fun. They're amazing. They they you will be faster. VJ, did you think you could have dropped Atkins on that? Um, I put in a surge there to try to run away, um, and then he kind of tailed onto me right there. And I heard him working, and I thought, like, I knew I was going to really struggle in the swim. And I considered, like, I could put a move on him, and what, if I really worked for it, put, like, eight seconds on him, ten seconds on him maybe, in the mile and a half, and we only had, like, a, you know, three-quarters of a mile left to go. And – like that would have been a big move. Like if I put 10 seconds on him, that would have been freaking solid. And that would have only been 10 more points, which he just dusted me by double in the process. Actually only five points. Cause it was one point every two seconds, I think. Well, there you go. I think five freaking seconds. So yeah. it didn't really matter to me. So I just ran it in with him. We were going at a decent pace. Um, and then I need, I needed as much energy as I could spare for the freaking swim because I knew I was going to struggle. Like I don't, I'm like a deer in water. I just don't really work like that. And I don't have any experience doing it. Like I called Jack Bauer and his, uh, his girlfriend, Audrey is like a really good swimmer. And I took like three lessons. No, I took one lesson from her the week before Spartan games. Like you need to teach me how to survive this swim best I can. And that was all I had. So uh, that, I, I just wanted to save as much energy as I could for the swim. It was, I knew it was going to be a shit show. So I guess it makes sense. Like if you weren't going to just like actually hammer them by like 30 seconds, then there wasn't a, uh, like, then to put that effort forward wasn't going to really pay off long-term. So just Plus, to- he did so many pushups. How many pushups did he do? He did like 80 or something. <laughs> he did like 80 or 85 pushups. Yeah, I think Hunter like, did 88 pushups. Yes. Dude. I what guess. Yeah, heck? it was kind of ridiculous. This the actual standards. Like they told us there were like strict standards for each movement. And then as long as you just didn't question it and you just did whatever, they'd still count it. So um That's because yeah. Kent's over here cheating in every other event, getting popped for cheating. <laughs> and Atkins is over there doing half push-ups and they don't get they don't give it like I that what I we're looking at like what? Especially when it's always <laughs> like you know, all these, like when they, when they infuse the military stuff to these events, they just like, it's all about like honor and like this and that, and, like clearly not push-ups. No. Clearly. I'd like to point out that those air force dudes like put on like a real professional face, like when the camera was rolling, but those were just a bunch of bros. Yeah. For those sure. were a bunch of air force bros that were just like there to have a good time. Yeah. They were, they were good really people. cool people. Yeah. They were so fun. Uh, and, and Kent, you were able to outkick Hunter, right? Yeah, and it did matter to me. I was thinking about that. I was like, oh, I'm just going to run with Hunter and then outkick him. And, you know, if I beat him by four seconds, that's two points right there. Um, that was kind of my plan. Once once we established that him and I were probably going to run run this one and a half miles together, we weren't going to catch up to, to VJ. Let's just settle in and then outkick him in the end. And 
was able to do that and yeah then we headed into the water which was terrible the um <laughs> yeah it did not look look fun and it so was there brutal was... it was honestly i'm just not gonna like it, it was it was a it was rough bad experience like um might have been the coldest like top three coldest i've ever been in my entire life just putting your face in the water would make you like like kind of choke up because it was so cold i was really impressed that these guys could actually do the 500 meter swim with their face in the water i swam for about 30 meters with my face in the water and i was like hell no i i just kind of like kept my head above the water the whole time and we had to do two 25 meter underwater swims in like choppy wind lake water which you can't see like you can only see like maybe like a foot in front of your face and uh you had to like keep making your way it was was crazy that would have made me pretty worried it's like i mean like the swim itself where you can just kind of take your time and finish it like okay but the underwater one i would have been a little concerned because i like vj i'm like you know like i don't really know how long that is i don't know what kind of like breath word i was like i feel like i got a aerobic capacity but like does that matter you know yeah. so like you guys both passed it though yeah, yeah. the standard yeah. like i mean you, I you was, did really well i hit the standard so i needed. was nervous though i mean i was probably the last i think i was the last one i brought up the rear when we were going into the water and i remember thinking to myself that i didn't want to do it but i knew <laughs> i knew i had won event one and i was currently leading event two mm-hmm. so I, re- I remember thinking i was like dude if you're if you if you have want any chance of the spartan games you have to man up right now like you have to man up and i was like giving myself this pep talk as i was walking out into the water because it was just brutal it, it was and i i again i allowed some other people to go before me on that underwater swim to kind of see some techniques and if it was even possible and once i saw you know a few guys get through it i was like okay like i can I can do it's this possible. thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can see people, you see like Lauren do it and she's like a, was like a collegiate swimmer. So that's not really a great reference point. Um, and so. Lane, Lane, the, the, the master sergeant, um, Mayerston, uh, was my roommate when we were there and he was, we were talking about this event the night before and he was just super concerned about it. And if he was going to be able to, <laughs> if he was going to be able to pass it, which he ended up not passing it, um, and he, he was just worried about what it, a lot of his military buddies were going to think. And I just kept telling him, telling him, I was like, dude, this is just, it's not the same. No. Like, this is like, it's just, it's not the same. So in the military, yeah. you do it in a pool. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure you can push off the wall mm-hmm. to start. And probably at sea level. You exactly. Know, yeah. Coming up to 8,000 feet, trying to do that one and a half mile. Like, you know, there was comp- some complaining about What's how the they're... altitude conversion. <laughs> the uh there was some complaining about uh, uh the not being heavy enough but that that run it's not it's really not that fast right, to, to hit that time um so after the run pretty much everybody was out besides the the four i think yeah yeah we were the only ones that finished like within the standard everyone else got disqualified and it was kind of weird like if you got disqualified on an earlier event then you had to still complete everything else or you were disqualified from the entire games. What was your take on, I didn't like that. It didn't make sense to me. Well, it didn't make any sense at all. (laughs) Uh, Like, I I don't know. Like say if you have have an issue in a marathon 
right? You, sh- you shit your pants and then, and then you slip in your poop and you fall down and, you know, you sprain your wrist and you can't really move on. But then they're like, I don't know, we're going to. You can't run any marathons ever again it's like, unless it's, you finish. It's, it's, exactly. You don't get to run any more marathons unless you walk yourself the rest of the way. Like all the barricades on the sides, you cannot cross those barricades. You must keep going. Yeah. I don't know. It was just kind of kind of silly. A little strange. That was what, again, like the, the military attitude like infused into a competition where it's like, does this make sense? I don't necessarily know. Um, so you got through that, got no. out of the water, and then – uh, can't you finish? You won the past test. I think, VG, again, you were uh, fourth, fourth on that. Right. So, um, so Ken, you're coming out of day one. We're in, in a good spot. In first place. Yeah. In, in a good spot. On that. So going into day two then, were, did your mindset change on it? Because I'm sure going into it, you're like, if things go well and like there's some things in my wheelhouse, um, I could win this because you're just competitive and that's going to be what you think anyway. Why And um, but when it started to kind of like play out that way, were you like, did pressure come in for day two or were you just trying to keep it cool? Yeah, I don't think I really felt any pressure going into day two. And when they announced uh, that it was going to be Spartan Cross and I think the half marathon, mm-hmm. I think that was the next day possibly. Um, my, goal, my goal was to beat Hunter and I needed VJ to beat atkins that was what i wanted to happen for the next two events i didn't need to be like oh i need to beat vj or atkins i just need to beat hunter and then if at or if vj can beat atkins this this is good and in event event three the first event on day two uh i finished fourth and atkins finished first neither of those things happened none of them happened (laughs) um i just completely i actually was in third for uh, most of that race and just completely fell apart with like a quarter mile to go. Mm. Um, and then had the time penalty for the Hercoise situation added to it. And yeah, fourth place. Yeah. And luckily because of the casting, there was no one really near you. You could have dropped the Hercoise every single time and still been yeah. fourth. It wouldn't <laughs> yeah. really matter. Uh, and VJ on your end coming into this, like this seems like a really good format for you. Right, mm-hmm. like uh, were you, were it was pretty you... much the only event I actually cared about. <laughs> so what happened? Um, I was comfortable and relaxed, just hanging with Atkins, and we were going. I'm like, okay, great, this is great. I'm just gonna tail him, and then when it's time to make my move, I'm gonna make my move. And we got into the barbed wire, which was really bad. And I don't think the camera showed how rough that like surface was. Mm-hmm. There was. Um, so like you had a full weekend of racers go through this barbed wire coming out of the dunk wall. So the water had eroded away all the dirt and there was just a ton of rocks and it was just really brutal. And I had bruises all over my body from like diving through it to win the series the day before or two days before. And we got out there and I was talking to like all the Spartan guys. I'm like, why is this here? Like, there's no reason to make it a one-time thing or something, but it's just like, it's a contest of who's willing to endure more pain, like who's willing to have more bruises and scrapes. And I took it easy through that. Like the first time through, I went through it and Atkins was just diving through it. And I mean, I respect like his willingness to hurt himself to get ahead. I didn't have that, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. especially for something that didn't really like matter. Like I can hurt for the right reasons. I didn't have that motivation. So I whirled through it 
and I lost a bunch of ground. I made up a decent amount. I caught him on the second lap, got right behind him. And then he did it to me again. I'm just like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> like, um, I was pretty upset about it. And, um, so they didn't change yeah. the course at all. It was the same. It was like the same eight obstacles and like a layout that was like that for the event in big bear for Spartan race. Yeah. Correct. Uh, and yeah. I had a similar, a similar experience with the barbed wire. I mean, it was like VJ said, it was brutal. Uh, Hunter had on the final lap, it was the barbed wire and then what, like a 200 meter run to the finish or something mm-hmm. like that. Exactly. Um, Hunter had like a five to 10 second lead on me going into the barbed wire. And I just kept saying like, if I'm able to send it through this, like I could maybe make this ground up. And I took like two rolls and took like a rock to the rib cage. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> it's not liver. even, it's not even no. worth it. Like <laughs> I'll take fourth place. It's fine. There's still a lot more events too. Yeah. If you look at the recap, I show the camera my elbows afterwards, yeah. and they're so they're bloody and bruised, and it's just like that was me trying to be as safe as I could. Yeah, like that's not was... fun when they put a. They used to be brutal on those. There was the tri-state sprint where they would actually put it like over like a boulder field. It's like, what is this? Like how how how, how is this yeah. showing like what you want? What what you're trying <clears throat> to prove here? It's not athletics anymore. It's just like, I don't know. yeah, it was kind and, of you know, Spartan Spartan blurs that line, and I'm not sure where they kind of fall on either side of it. But um, yeah, I, I wouldn't have liked that very much either. Should have got those reband, okay, elbow and knee pads through there. That been it. Do you guys like that format? About those. Do you think that that's uh, like a, a format that is, could stick? You think that would be fun? Um, like the Spartan cross style of racing, cross in general. Yeah. Um, I think it's. I think it can be if it's done the right way. Um, a multi-lap format, or at least a short course format, is the only way that you're going to keep people excited in the sport. Like it's so boring right now. And, it's hard to watch. Yeah, and I like I love this sport, and I'm even looking forward to the big mountain races this year. But like, dude, watching people jog through the mountains for like two hours—oh, it's so dull. And it's not like they're moving fast. Like you watch Golden Some Trail. Walking. Yeah. yeah, you watch Golden Trail and these dudes are flying the mm-hmm. entire time. But also their recaps are like 12 minutes. Right. It was a two and a half hour race and they're recapping it in 12 minutes. They don't show and much. All the, right. Yeah. And it's, but it's just like they're moving quick and it's exciting. Wow. Look at how fast they're moving. We're never moving that fast because we're not on that level. Um, and the coolest parts are the obstacles, but the obstacles have become really routine to where everyone does them the same. If you see first place go through an obstacle, you can watch everyone else go through the obstacle. Like someone might go a little faster, but it looks the same, mm-hmm. you know? And there's just, there's no spectacle to it anymore. You need to have some kind of spectacle to it. So this gives the potential to show athletes going fast and going hard on these events um, and taking risks, but there's none of that right now. Like as far as the future of the sport, that's where it needs to go. I think if Savage... Did a savage cross? I think that's that's the move, right? So you can get those like exciting rigs. There um, needs to be some that. serious like obstacle innovation, like in the next like year or two, where they just completely like revamp the whole race. Um, obviously, keep some of the stuff in there. Um, maybe sprinkle other things in it. You know, specific races, but it's time for some new stuff. You know, 
Spartan races at the hit with innovation <laughs> in the sport. We are recruiting the best athletes in the world and creating the best competitions on the planet. No question that. That is spe special guest Watson here. I'm glad he was able to jump on for a sec. Um, <laughs> so we got we move into the half marathon, um, which is a long fourth event, right? Mm. The course looked awesome, um, and it seemed like Atkins was looking to set the tone pretty early. Um, and VJ, were you were you trying to engage in that? Because it seemed like Kent went out a little bit hot, engaged a little bit. And then, but you seemed like you were holding back a little bit early on, especially with the weight vest. Was it the weight vest or was it just like the timing of like when he went? Well, he went out, he ran uphill like about as fast as I would have wanted to go without the weight vest. <laughs> really impressive. I don't know how he's gone. he managed that. He yeah. was out of sight in two minutes or less. It was, it was amazing. So there was no chance for me to do anything there. But my problem was, one, I forgot how long a half marathon is. <laughs> and two, I felt so light after taking off that vest. I just booked it. I saw, I knew Kent was up there and I'm like, I'm going. It's just like, I ripped probably like a 520 mile, like right on there. On mile three. <laughs> on mile three. And I was like, all right, yeah, dude, I'm feeling so good. We're going to, we're going to work. And I got on some hills and, 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 you know, I started to feel a little bit. I'm like, all right, now just relax. And then like two miles went by and I was like, oh, this is, this was a mistake. <laughs> this is a big mistake. And then, um, eventually Hunter came like running by me and I knew like, all right, well, that's, that's that. Like, was he actually screaming? Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. I didn't make that up. He, he came running by me and he's just yelling. <laughs> So for about like the minute before he passed me, I just heard him like yelling and like hollering. And, they uh, named that episode after your quote. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> dude. I'm I'm a trendsetter. Yeah, the great white hippo coming through. Um, I can't believe they named the episode that. By the way, like, the great white what, hippo. Like what the fuck? I don't know. <laughs> the media. I think the media team likes me. So, uh, so BJ, what else you got for us? Say more things. Say more things. Um, and Kent, so you were out hot. When did that start to catch up to you? And like you had said I, in I the mean, beginning of this, that that time domain, probably yeah. not exactly what you were prepared for in, in this moment. Um, I think yeah, the effort, go? I mean, I expected it to be around like an hour, between like an hour 30, hour 45 is kind of what I was thinking. And the effort that I went out in with the vest on felt like something that I could maintain um, for for a while. And Honestly, I felt good with the vest. When I took it off was when I started feeling terrible. I'm like, God damn it. Why, why can't we just keep running with this thing? Um, and like DJ said, he, he caught up to me and I tried to latch onto him for, for a little while until I, you know, I had to you know, settle into my own pace. And then Hunter you know, is coming up behind me. So again, my plan is I need to beat Hunter. VJ needs to beat Atkins. Things are not going according to plan once again, <laughs> which happen. is why, which is why later, if, if you saw the race, I was asking the cameraman, yeah. you know, about the positioning of, of VJ and Atkins and Hunter. And when they told me Hunter had like blown past VJ, I'm just like, 
this is just going so terribly right now. <laughs> like, I'm like, VJ, you're letting me down. It's all your fault. My bad, dude. I'm back here just chilling, running with Lindsay and Lauren. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> Lauren was bringing it, too. She was. Dude, oh, my God. It, she led me for most of the freaking, like, weight vest. She does uh, not two care. Mile. She She's just going. was gunning. Yeah. Like, wow. mm-hmm. She's no joke. Um and so we'll just fast forward to day three then because the matchup also was a bad break for you on that one, Kent. Just like getting lined up with Hunter on the, yeah. first, the first. He time. almost got Lane. He was going to grab Lane's little name out of the hat. And he's like, ah, oh, no, I'm going to grab this one. Decided to get Hunter Pulled instead. Hunter. And that, if he would have grabbed the other piece of paper in there, that would have put this guy up against whom? First. So there only, <laughs> DJ and I were the last two to pick to pick our matchup. So there were only two cards in there. And I picked up the first one and said, I don't want it. And I reached back in and grabbed the other one. And it was Hunter. And I was like, <laughs> God damn it. Screwed that one and, up. That was your first mistake. Dude, I wanted Hunter. I wanted just to do that because I knew how ridiculous it was going to look. It would have been so silly. Cause it's it would have like, been amazing. Because that's the thing. Like, single elimination is is like whatever like just having wrestling in general with people who aren't wrestlers is like dumb it's just like you're not trained to do that you can't really prepare for something like this in training but it's like mm-hmm. that's that military thing it's like oh well who cares how fit you are if someone has you in a chokehold it's like this isn't war okay this is a, a tv show <laughs> right like uh so having it be wrestling and then it being sim- single elimination was also kind of a bad beat for everybody it was a bad beat for Lindsay too mm-hmm. on the women's mm-hmm. side and um so it was a big turning point for me because i had a great day one i'm like i'm leading the event finished day two with two fourths um which is basically last correct <laughs> yeah and then going yeah. into day three, before they announced wrestling, I'm like, okay, I need to rebound. And then they announced wrestling. Then I got paired with Hunter. And it was just – I remember going back to my room that night and just being pretty down. Um, not that I wasn't going to, like, try to put up a fight against Hunter. I was going to give it everything I had. But, like, I called my wife, and I'm like, babe, like, things are things are starting to go south here at this Spartan <laughs> Games. Um, Cause I just I was just super frustrated with with the the matchup. I'm like, this is just my luck. Like, why is the universe, you know, doing this to me? Um, and yeah, it was just it was a it was a turning point where I started to realize that maybe winning this competition wasn't gonna happen. Um, and that was a tough spot to be in, you know. Yeah, cause it's there's only there's. You know, physically, you and Hunter can kind of match up. He was probably a little bit bigger at, at that point, though. He was much bigger. He was huge. And I was, he was I feel huge. like I was smaller, to be honest, than I am now. Yeah, you're definitely so. bigger, like, now than you were then. And, like, Hunter was pretty freaking huge. That was before he decided to, like, try to run faster for slow. And uh, mm. he, was, he was large. Because he can be up toward, like, 215. And he knows how to wrestle, like, a little bit. Right. I mean, he wrestled in yeah. high school, which is more than everybody else there. You and Lane would have been a good one. Because mm-hmm. Lane knew what he was doing, too. Did. Um, like, he wrestled mm-hmm. a, a bunch previous to that. So, like, you can tell, like, I had no idea what I was doing. And I got thrown around, like, 
like a like a spaghetti noodle so <laughs> yeah you either know how to wrestle or you don't it's not like trying to get through like a multi-rig where like if you have some athleticism like you're just going to be able to do it like if you don't know how to wrestle you don't know and this it's like this is almost like sumo wrestling it's not like yeah i Rick feel like Roman. right i feel like i would have had a better chance of wrestling hunter in the go ruck style versus the spartan game style like if I could just, around be on the ground if i could just get my arm around his neck then i could choke him out or something i you know? cannot like, believe that, that was that, that was that pretty wild that. that's uh, like submissions were allowed like like that was, was putting, pretty cool people in arm bars and stuff hunter doesn't know how to do that and the <laughs> other part is like jared newby doesn't know how to submit <laughs> you know you can right. be in a really dangerous spot and not know that it's dangerous if you're not <laughs> training like that dude tap nuts. tap <laughs> yeah that's tap. That was right right away. Oh, there's a there's an arm under my chin. Yeah, it's good. It's yeah. all good. Just, <laughs> yeah. just we'll, we'll, we'll live. Um, I'm excited for that though. Yeah. Uh, my roommate is uh, a trained army guy, and he reached the highest level of hand to hand combat. And he can he's actually licensed to teach too. So uh, if there's another Gorek games, Gorek games too. Your boys gonna Jones be out uh, there. All three of us. Get Let's my, go. Get, get my jujitsu in there, dude. Watch out. They should just throw all 50 into a ring and just go Royal Rumble. Just like get it out of the way right away. <laughs> just like let's, ha- let's have at you it. Know, you submit to is- anyone. Yeah. <laughs> and I texted Rich, what, yesterday or the day before, and I said, yo, if these competitions are going to continue to have wrestling as like a component, then let's maybe find, it's something I got. I got to go find a gym here and, and, you know, maybe once a week. I can dedicate one hour a week like to – you know, learn we'll, we'll have training. I actually want to build a little wrestling pit in the backyard. And uh, an I mean, I, yeah. I got a coach. Yeah, so. okay. That's hey, what Chris Roblowski did, right? She went and took some jujitsu classes before, just like <clears> in, <throat> in anticipating like that this might happen. And it played out pretty well for her. VJ, she's like a v- python. Listen, dude. VJ and, and, and Chris wrestled the night before we yeah. actually threw down. We were like in the apartment, you know, trying to teach each other, you know, takedowns and whatnot. And even I kind of squared up with with Chris, and I could feel how strong she really was. So when you like, see, oh when gosh. you, oh my God, when you see some of these girls wrestle, like Karenna and Chris and um, Lauren, actually Lauren was she was kind of timid. She didn't I seem think. to really love it. Yeah. yeah, she even said it in interviews. She's like, "This is I just don't like the physical." They just get they get after it. Like the ones like Chris and Karenna, it's just like Karenna oh really God, does. I'm yeah. like not trying to wrestle you guys. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> like just like. Just go through the motions because, you know, yeah, try, trying to learn here. Um, so, yeah, that, that is true. Like, this, are we going to have to – is Spartan Race going to have – instead take out the spear if everybody hates it. Instead, we'll just have someone in there you have to wrestle. And if he pins you, 30 burpees. That's that's what we're we're headed for, it seems okay. like. Okay. Okay. So let's get ready for it, boys. Um, but then beep test. So coming out of that, then we had beep test, which – and wait, so VJ, did you? So the scoring was also funny in the in the wrestling. You did not score against Lane, or you did score against Lane? I did not. I did not. But did you I, had, not? I was four. I was four zero, same as Kent, who was four zero against Hunter. Yeah, or zero and four. And then um, technically, Atkins was zero and five against Mac, so he should have been ranked below Last, us. Yeah, but they didn't do it like that they decided not to count the last uh, point. It happened and right at the, the it like, the, like the timer. he was in the air and they brought him down. And basically as he slammed into the ground, they said time. 
So it didn't count, but on the screen that showed that they counted it as a point, even in the broadcast. So if that would have been true, it would have bumped him down to the bottom right. of the list. But then you hear Watson say, um, we want to put Atkins in a better position. He didn't so, sound like that though. He said, no, he said the person that is ranked highest in the competition will get the highest ranking in the event. So stupid. <laughs> it's like, so it was like, thing. okay, like you couldn't have done it time-based, like whoever got the four, the quickest or anything like that. But that was the, that was the, uh, that was the, that was the take I was trying to get after was like, Hey, like I lasted longer with Hunter than Atkins lasted longer with, with Mac. Um, I felt I should have jumped up. Yeah. And, um, and this is why Hunter blew his gasket, right? Cause they wouldn't even review it. They wouldn't even show him or tell him like, why? Just like, why don't we go back and review it so that we can get a hundred percent thing. And they refused to talk to him. Like Watson wouldn't even acknowledge him. And that, like one position change in the entire weekend would have changed the outcome of the games. Yeah. It was that Hunter close. Hunter would have won. Really? Like, if I would have let Hunter beat me in the mountain bike, he would have won Spartan games. Really? If Hunter would have allowed me to get one point on him, he would have won Spartan games. Dummy. Should have just let you take so- that's what I told him afterwards. I'm like, dude, you couldn't give me one point. Come on. It looks like you thought you had. It looks like you thought you had a couple. I did. I did. <laughs> dude, that was that was so weird. Like when someone has just like pure raw power on you. Like there was a couple times that Atkins had advantage over Mac, and Mac is so retardedly strong <laughs> that he would just torque his body and slam Atkins into the ground instead. It's just like you had no leverage and no power to get like anywhere, and somehow you still did it. It's like I'm just gonna smash instead. He did that to uh, at Go Ruck again. He wrestled Matt Kempson, who is Boom. actually taking jujitsu, who like mm. is doing jujitsu style tournaments. And Mac is just so much stronger that he's just like so much. Oh my god, it was ridiculous. He's he's a like powerhouse. He's, a, he's such a beast. It's crazy. Um. So yeah. So that scoring is that's like dumb. Like if and then they didn't do that for the pass test. Everybody got zeros, right? They didn't take like who. That's a good point. Got or, or like and even that one, you could just count up who did a little bit better. Um, but they didn't do that like that at all. I mean, this is just. I mean, this is not surprising from Spartan. It's just we're just we're not trying to beat them down. But this is just like we're just pointing out what actually happened. Um, so you guys must have mm-hmm. been fired up for the beep test. Yeah, so I came in after after uh, wrestling. I was so hungry. Um, I think the the <laughs> listen the previous two days of competition were finally catching up to me, and I was just trying to eat and drink as much as I possibly could. And I got some sort of like stomach thing going on when we were driving to to, to where this thing was taking place. And I ended up puking my guts out, um, like right next to where we did it, uh, like five minutes before we took off. Um, I was not feeling good, um, which kind of sucked because I thought that this was an event that I probably had a good chance at um, winning or at least getting in the top three. So when I'm like back there blowing chunks, man, I'm just like, dude, this (laughs) is just not (laughs) – this is just this event has started out so well and gone downhill. It's a very so bad, very rough, rough yeah. couple of events there. Um, 
So again, another event I'm like really excited for. I wasn't even able to get like all that hyped up because I didn't feel a hundred percent. Um, but once we started, it was, it was interesting because you just run a few feet and then you get to stop and then run a few feet, get to stop. So everything in my stomach, like internally was, was okay. Um, I, I figured then, it would jumble around a little it bit. It did. The, the more we kind of got into it mm. um, and, and the less stopping and uh, was able to catch catch a few breaks there too with some some disqualifications and move me up too. Excellent so, segue. Yes. VJ, what what happened? Because like, my interpretation was that your, your, your toe was stopping in front of the line, but your heel was going behind it. Yeah, but then you look at the footage – and where I got disqualified, my foot was so far across. I was farther across the line than anyone else in the competition. Like you can see everyone behind my foot and they're all like half foot across the line or like still touching the line. And I was fully across the line and they're like, you're out. What, what did they what? say? Um, they said, like, oh, that's you, the call? You, you, yeah, you didn't make it. And I'm like, uh, okay, like for real? Like I, we were just starting to get to like where it was going to start like being a real test. Mm -hmm. Like we had just passed the warm up and getting through all the, like the monotonous early rounds and we were starting to move back and forth rather quickly. I'm like, okay, now it's starting to like, it's going to hurt soon. And then it's going to be like the guts like test. And mm -hmm. we didn't, uh, I didn't get to that point. I was pretty upset because I knew like I should be able to top three in this event. Like if not like go to the distance with someone and just like sprint back and forth until you pass out. Like, I was excited for it because I'd never done that test either. So I was kind of curious to see what I could do and getting called, you know, on, on something. And I got so many messages after that episode came out, people sending me pictures of my foot across the line and everyone's <laughs> like, you, you totally made it, man. Like that was ridiculous. And I'm like, well, like, and then it um, matters for the outcome of everyone else too. Yeah. You know? It was, it was kind of a bummer. I mean, yeah, who knows that could have changed the outcome of the games too. Um, there was just a lot of silly calls and it seemed like like all the judges there like nothing against them like i don't have i don't have any issue with them but they were just random spartan staff mm. it wasn't like they went through like a training or something they're just like hey like if his foot crosses the line he's good if, if you don't think it crossed the line then he's not good and there wasn't like a standard on what that meant or anything either um it was just like like people that worked in like cubicles for spartan were on the sidelines like watching us do our thing yeah so yeah it was it's frustrating i'm and just because i didn't get to perform to my best level it wasn't like that i got beat and uh, you know i can accept that that is what it is but when you you get like cut short and you didn't get to like actually show what you can do it was it was frustrating um yeah because i was looking forward to, to watching that event spectator wise it was okay <laughs> but when we had like weird calls like that happen and it kind of seemed like that on the female side too, it was like, I couldn't really tell what was happening or who wasn't making it. Um, but Kent overall coming through in second, I mean, yeah, pretty I'm good happy. outcome on your end. Yeah. I was yeah. happy with that. And I just, I wasn't willing to go to the well to like race Atkins to the death, you know, like I wasn't feeling all that well anyway. And I was just like, Hey, second place. Take it and move on to the next event. And with Hunter, because he was beating the beep, right? He would, he would just, get, he just like 
tried to get a head start before the beat. Yeah, his was, was I think rules. I was like, what is he doing? Like way up there. He's like three quarters of a length ahead of VJ and I. And I think even VJ might have been like a little bit ahead of me. Um, I was thinking I was like right on pace. And then I, there was just a ton of confusion in that moment because there's judges yelling at VJ. There's judges yelling at Hunter. Right. I don't know if anyone's yelling at me. Like I can't even really tell what the heck is going on. I'm just trying to like stay on pace of the beep. And then, yeah, next thing you know, VJ and Hunter, you know, were out and um, I was happy with second place. I mean, <laughs> I thought there was a chance I could win. Um, there was also a chance I could have gotten fourth. Uh, so to come away with second, I was like, okay, like that's, that's fine. I can how live much, with that. How much running was that? Like an 800? Like, no, we did more. 600 we were, meters? It was 20, was it 20 or 25 meters back and forth? 20 meters. Mm-hmm. And each, each round had like a minimum of like, I think the first round had like eight or something. And then we got up to round like 13 or something, right? Something like I that. I was so, like 14 or something. Yeah. So I, I, I probably got to like the beginning works. of 13. So there's different rounds. And for the entire round, you it, it like uh, it's a certain pace. And then when you get past that round, which is ha- ha- like for a minute. So say uh, the first one had six rounds in it. You had 10 seconds to get from one side of the 20 meters to the other. And then and the it, next round, say it took nine and a half seconds and then nine seconds and eight and seven. And eventually we got to the point where we were doing like 13 or something back and forth. So you're, you know, you're getting up there. It's getting quick um, where you're like just under five seconds to get back and forth across the 20. So we did a lot. Like it was pretty far. I, I, I thought that it got faster every length. No, it gets faster every minute. So we, so if he got to the 13th, like if he got to the 14th minute or the 14th round, then it's like, that was 14 minutes in. Oh, was the test that long? Yeah. It was 14 minutes. Oh, oh, they showed like two seconds of this thing. Mm -hmm. I guess it's almost like half their cameras died or something. I don't know what happened. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I figured it was just like got progressively faster each beep and like eventually it. No, it was like 15 minutes or so. And probably four minutes, three, three, four minutes of like kind of starting to get grindy. Um, and then right when I kind of cut out was like when it was starting to get super tough and I just wasn't willing to dig deep to, to keep pushing. Yeah. With already a second place under your belt, not feeling great with another event on the horizon, mm. um, which was the mountain bike. Um, so Vijay, do you have mountain bike experience? A little bit. Yeah. Hey. Before Spartan Games, so this is before VJ was getting invited. I asked him, I said, Hey dude, like can I borrow your mountain bike so I can get in get in a few rides before Spartan Games 2? He's like, Yeah, sure, no problem. So I get his bike and I don't know, he I probably had it for what a couple weeks. A couple weeks. And I get a call from VJ or a text from VJ and he's like, Hey man, I'm gonna need my bike back. I'm like (laughs) I'm like, dude, but I still got like a week like i can try to get in another ride my skills yeah he's like nah dude i'm i'm going to the spartan game. I, need, <laughs> I need my bike back so yeah it was pretty did they, funny did they supply the bikes for you like were their bikes there they were terrible they good. were like i mean they were really nice bikes but they were enduro bikes 
which is like a practically a downhill bike, but it's a little lighter and it's got a little more gears on it so you can pedal uphill. Mm. Um, but for example, my cross country bike versus that bike, this bike was probably like 15 pounds heavier. Their it bike. Was, uh, yeah, it was oh, insane. It was heavy. It was really, really heavy. Um, so it was great for riding down the mountain, but mm -hmm. anytime you had any uphill, it was hard work. This you was a heavy freaking machine. Everybody, you couldn't bring your bike. You, had you could, you could, but, um, I didn't like, I think Atkins had his like van or something with him there. So he brought like his bike and Lindsay brought hers. Um, and I think a couple people were able to bring their bikes, but I wasn't, uh, I didn't have enough time to like get a box together and, and ship my bike over. Yeah. It's not cheap. Either, um, I think if I would have had my bike, I could have performed better. Um, because it's so much lighter. Kent can attest to that. Um, but yeah, this riding on the flats, anything other than downhill, it was a turd. It was, <laughs> it was really rough to ride. Um, because I really like, I knew how good of a rider Atkins was and I wanted to like, see if I could hang with him for like half a lap. And it just wasn't possible on this. Mm -hmm. Like I, I stayed within pretty close distance of them for the first like downhill section where we had a lot of twists and turns because the bike was like made for that. But then as soon as we got on a flat where we had to start pedaling, he just took off. And I was like, I knew I, there was no chance in the world that I could beat him, but I just wanted to see if like I put everything into it, if I could hang with him for like, you know, three minutes. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't get that chance. Yeah, but you still had a pretty uh, pretty good show and being second, like well, like a good second too. Um, and Kent, like this is not an event for you, right? Last year you had that no. super cool moment in that first season where you're just like, dude, that was nuts. Yeah, was something I ever thought I would do. Um, did you have similar kind of feelings this year, or like getting that out of the way last year? No, I felt like, way more. I felt way more comfortable doing it this time. Uh, again, probably because it wasn't so freaking gnarly. That's true. Yeah. It was shorter uh, too, right? How much shorter? It was, was it? shorter. A like, lot This was shorter. like a, like an hour. Yeah. You had to go like six yeah. hours last time. Yeah. Last time was crazy, man. Like Dude. a six hour run. How long yeah. was that swim? Wasn't it like a three hour swim or something? It was a long one. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, um, but I knew fourth place is probably the best I'm going to be able to do. Hunter rides, VJ mm -hmm. rides, and Atkins obviously rides. Um, so once I settled into fourth, I just basically... I mean, I was pushing as hard as I could, and there are levels to mountain bike mountain biking. Like, I mean, even from VJ to Atkins is like another level. But for me, I was bombing. Like, I'm going down these in my mind. I'm thinking I'm going so fast. There's no way anyone can go any faster than this. And I'm like charging up the hills, and I'm just like, how are these guys already like one loop down, and they're already like f over five minutes in front of me? <laughs> I'm just like. Again, like I'm going down this mountain and I'm like, there's no way anybody can go faster than this, but they do, man. Like <laughs> it's, it's pretty crazy. And I know that's probably what a lot of the other athletes were thinking when they were competing in, you know, much, you know, many the other running. events. Yeah. yeah. Like, how do people do this? And that was my, I was just super impressed with, with VJ and Atkins ability to ride that bike. It was crazy. It seemed really fun. The course looked really cool. Yeah. And, and like probably Colorado-esque, was it like similar to what you would have ride VJ? Like, is that something like that you'd have down in the Springs type of area? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I don't tend to run, ride very fun trails out here because if I get on a trail that's too exciting, I get carried away. You'd be flipping uh, over the handlebars. <clears throat> like I've hit 20 foot doubles in Lycra too many times. So I need, I just try to like 
go on a trail that's really boring and simple so that I can just train. And I haven't been able to ride this winter, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was kind of similar, like really dry, uh, hard pack stuff. Um, but it was cool. Like the circuit up top didn't have like a, a ton of climbing, but it did have some like steeper little punches in the gut, but a lot of times you could maintain speed and it was like single track, almost the entire loop up on mm. top of the mountain. And you're like on top of the mountain at big bear. So you're just like riding loops up here and then they're like, turn down. And then you just bomb straight down for like, we had to be riding for like 15 it was minutes sick. straight Whoa. downhill, just it was from sick. the top of the mountain to the base. And it was, it was really, really fun. There's some killer views and uh, some really cool corners. They, they did a good job with like picking that trail system, but it, it was, great. there was a guy that was like familiar with those trails and he had his like Spartan staff shirt on. Um, but he had a camera on his like downhill helmet and he was riding with us, but he couldn't keep up with, um, a couple people. So you didn't get any footage of us. Like, like oh. you got a, you got like three seconds of footage of Atkins as he just rode away. And then same with me. Like I was there for like five or six seconds and I turned a corner and I was gone. So like the, I thought we were going to get some really cool footage of like seeing us mob through those corners. So you could really like get an idea of what we were doing. But then the, I don't think the guy could quite keep up. It was kind of a bummer or they just didn't use the footage one of those two. Yeah, because it seemed really cool because that would be impressive to see how fast people are going down. Because whenever I see mountain biking footage, I'm like, this is nuts. I've never been. I don't know anything about it, but I'm just like, I cannot believe people are doing this, <laughs> like doing the jumps and things too. Um, so after the, the third day, I think, can't, were you then in third place after the third day? And VJ, you were in fourth at this point? I was in fourth after the first day solidly. Holding on, hanging on to that spot. Um, yeah, dude. So in the tactical stuff, this also looked really cool. Um, oh, yeah. Do you guys have shooting experience? Negative. Nothing? I did. You did a little I bit? Mean, not a ton, like mostly just uh, like handguns. Um, like I have my own, but I, I didn't have a lot of like uh, – I like I'd never fired an AR before, so that was new. But it was really easy, honestly. Like wherever you pointed that – like scope it was going to hit that spot and it was almost next to no recoil because it's practically a 22 and uh it would just kind of just like ping like you almost couldn't tell that you were firing a bullet it was so like like the weapon was so well built that's wild like it as was long as really you weren't a, as long as you weren't shaking like as long as you could keep your hands still like you were going to hit that target for sure mm. for sure it, it seemed like people did have a, a good time hitting it like, mm -hmm. I, I expected people just like taking crazy penalties and most people did have penalties. Um, but not, it did, it wasn't really a separator. It didn't really seem like having mm -hmm. a little experience with it though, was really helpful because then you could like develop a pattern. Like a lot of times if mm -hmm. you're shooting, um, a lot of people that are really new, try to hold like perfectly still the whole time, which I guess is nice. But like, I found myself going in a circular pattern with it. And every time I would drag across the target, I'd squeeze the trigger and then go in the circle again. And then as soon as it crossed that mm. and you have like a rhythm where you're not trying to just like hold your breath and hold as still as you can, yeah. because that usually makes you more shaky. And then things like, I don't know, the couple of people that like did have experience with that, like seemed to, it, it helped for sure. But ultimately the penalties weren't enough to really like change the outcome. Like what do you the think it should have been? A minute? A I think minute, it should have been miss? something like that, like 30, at least 30 seconds per miss. Because you added a mile ruck onto the back. 
Like right. I could have missed every shot. A pretty gnarly and, rock too. Like, yeah, dude. Up a hill, like like steep, dude. And if you say you took uh what wad doc, right? He didn't miss anything, no penalties. And say I just shot at the floor the whole time. <laughs> but then you put a mile run on the back, odds are I could make up most of my penalties, if not all of them, in a one mile run, not a ruck. So now putting a ruck on and making it a longer event, mm. I was just going to make up even more time. So even though he performed really well in the first like quarter of that event, the second three quarters was just our game. So it was it was almost pointless to have this thing at the start. It was just whoever ran the faster rucks did better in the whole event. That was it. Yeah, that's, all that's, it was. that's poor design. I mean, but the, it seemed like a big dude was like a big factor was picking up the dude. Like that seemed to be where you could save some time outside of just like the mega ruck. That was such nonsense. Like we, we tried it the night before and not very many people could generate enough power to pick him up because he was totally ragdolling. But then when it came to the competition, he, he, would, stay, he would stay standing just for a moment to help everybody. And I, and I watched that a few times. And I was like, dang, I dragged him thinking there's no way I could pick him up. And I was like, I, I could probably get him. Because so he just what? helped out for that little moment. Probably a minute. That's that was easily a minute yeah. in just that station. I was dragging that guy for what felt like an eternity. Like he was like a 220 pound dude with all of his equipment on at, like on top of his 220 pound self. That was, that was a big guy. Can't did he feel lightweight to you? I was heavy, dude. I, my coming back, my legs buckled. <laughs> yeah. I was, he was like, a big guy, dude. I like told him, I was like, dude, I almost just dropped you. My bad. <laughs> Watching watching uh, Corinna and Lauren and, and Meg Reardon just handle yeah. that person, I was like pretty impressive. Yeah. They had a lighter dude, but he was still like still a dude, yeah. Yeah, still for, a dude with all his equipment on for like, sure. But um, the guy that we had to pick up was just like this big bear of a human. He was he was large. And I think the four still finished in the top four. Even Szymanski was his run was just probably really slow, right? He was like nineteen minutes, I think. Hunter was yeah. like thirteen minutes or something like that. Yeah, he actually I think um either beat or was like almost tied with Atkins for that time, the the ruck. Oh wow. Portion. He did really well and that was kind of surprising, but he you must have been able to bomb the downhill. Um, and it was interesting doing that time, time trial format because mm-hmm. everyone headed out like by themselves and did it. And I mean, I fully like felt like I emptied the tank, but again, when you're like time trial and you don't really know kind of how hard you're going, you know, cause yeah. if you're in a, if you're in a race, you've got other people to kind of gauge off of. So that was interesting. Now, do you have... think you could run faster with the bag on your back or on your shoulder like a sandbag? On my shoulder like a sandbag. So when yes. Atkins straps broke and he took the bag off and put it on his right. shoulder, was that an advantage? I believe so. You thought it was just the center of the gravity? Like but it's I'm not, not I, won't, I won't fault him for that because at that yeah, point – Yeah, that was all he could do. Right. Just figure sure. out a way because that, that was the point I was going to bring up was I wasn't even – I think it was the moment I threw on the ruck, pulled the straps to tighten it. The damn thing, the, the what do you call it, that threads, the, the fabric thread, threads through it to mm-hmm. where you pull it. Mm-hmm. That thing broke off. 
Mm. So now I'm <laughs> no having strap. to hold, I'm oh holding the strap like in my hand, you know, one hand's kind of holding that, the other hand's trying to pump, you know, as you're running. <laughs> so I spent the entire rock just like j- trying to jerry rig my, my fucking backpack to get to the point where I could run. And it turns out, uh, Hunter, I, I don't know if VJ had a similar uh, situation, yeah. but uh, I think a lot of the guys who were really kind of putting that backpack through the ringer and were trying to maximize, the, yeah, like they just had some malfunctions with, with the backpack. Not a great craft. rock sponsor. It was craft, it was a craft, craft rock. Dude, uh, yeah. yeah, dude, it, it pulled the straps down to tighten them and run, and then about like ten seconds later, it's fully loosened. <laughs> so then you have to keep pulling it down. I ended up like tying a knot in front of me and then the plastic started to break and then you're just like, all right, just, just hang in. So you tied a knot and then I had one hand pulling the straps down while I had a knot tied to try to keep it there. And then just like running with my other arm. It was an adventure. Was I don't fun. know. I don't know much about backpack fabrication, but it seems like that would be an important piece. So like the tight and making sure it stays tight and doesn't break. I would think. Well, well, know. that's where like planning comes in. Planning, usually plan ah. stuff. Yeah, ah. yeah. So, did the standings change? I don't think the standings changed going into the final like dead ball event, but there was implications. Hunter could have maybe passed Atkins if Atkins got like last, I think. And then VJ, I think you could have passed Kent too in Possibly. that last event. I think so. I think yeah. the top, like it, it was within the realm of uh, possibilities in that circumstance. I think if I would have beat Atkins in the first round and gotten him out of that first round, and then you know Hunter ended up winning, that might have been enough spread to change the standings um, because there was only what a four point difference in the end. So, wow. Yeah. I partially feel responsible for what happened because I took it a little too easy mm. on those wallovers. I was going really smooth and efficient, and I thought I had, I thought I was even with Atkins. And then I picked up the pace just a little bit, and I got what I thought was like one ahead. And I was like, great, great. But apparently, I wasn't paying attention enough in the first half, and he had one more rep on me. But I, I know I could have made that up. I could have. And like, I'm like, ugh. Like, if that could have changed the outcome of the whole games, possibly. But if Christian Harris and Mac aren't gonna beat Atkins in in anything, it should be like this event. Like that was so poop, dude. They were four <laughs> days into an event of I like guess. a grueling endurance, and then they couldn't like. Yeah. Christian Harris yeah. is like he's not as good at CrossFit as he was, but he was like a games athlete. Did you guys ever see this thing called the NPGL National Pro Grid League? It was like kind of this CrossFit spinoff. It was uh, five or six years ago where they would kind of do like team races. He was one of like the best, like fast twitch, super strong dudes in this thing. 70 pound wall ball or freaking dead ball. He should be like rolling that thing. But I think he didn't care at that point. He just didn't either. care. Right. Yeah. He must not like, have cared. Fuck it, dude. Yeah. Um, but can't if you brought VJ, it? If, yeah, I did. I brought it. I brought it. Um, if VJ would have bumped Atkins out there, and Atkins would have not gotten that spot in wrestling and had things gone better for me, there's a chance I could have even jumped. So mm. there's just there's so many instances within the games where I'm just like, had had two or three things gone a little bit differently, it could have changed the whole outcome. And that's just I mean, that's just the nature the nature of these events. Um 
my goal was to make it to the finals in, in the in the last event. I knew it was going to be tough. I was actually kind of surprised that I was able to do it. Um, but after doing the event, I realized that I was probably more conditioned for something like that than, you know, Tim or Christian, mm -hmm. because it turned out to be quite an endurance uh, event, even though it seemed more like short, intense, strength-based. Um, but it was, it was pretty freaking exhausting. Right. Like if those two dudes made the final against you with a 150. Right. There's maybe, a chance. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they beat you in that. Right. Right. But like the 70 and hundred, that's like ends up being in there, especially after doing the 70. Then and I completely sold out on the hundred to get me to the finals. So when I finally, when I got to the, you know, the standoff with Hunter, I was pretty much already toast, but I had accomplished my goal. And that yeah. was to, you know, to get to the matchup with Hunter and 150s heavy, 100s heavy. I uh, we did some of those. Just did some. I didn't day. have and I didn't have any fun. It's like with, this uh, sucks. we did it with a high heart rate too, and it was the same situation, you know, at the Spartan Games. You know, it's it's much harder to get that thing moving over your shoulder when when you're at a 180 heart rate. So the way that things, and I mean, that's an okay finale. I thought they would bring a better finale of an event um this seems like it would have been somewhere this could have like fit in anywhere it seemed like maybe this would be right. a good event to give to the strength guys in day one or two um like lead off a day with it but like a for a finale event a little anticlimactic on my end you're saying that the culmination of four days of grueling competition shouldn't climax with dead ball over the shoulder what should it have been i'm in, just in your opinion well, you should have had a Spartan cross. No, Spartan. I'm just, I'm, I'm just curious. I genuinely. That's like, that. well, that's the brand. Like, you wanted people to do a Spartan race. Have them do a Spartan race to decide the whole thing. Like to have or, or, or anything. Like, even the Hero Within Challenge would have been more exciting to have as the final event. It was like you had this tactical, crazy event where people were doing all these different cool things, and then you're like, oh, now we're gonna toss the ball yeah. over our shoulder. Yeah. Or even like a deck of fit. Do a deck of fit on that mountain. You know, like an up and down in between stations or something like that. Or you could make Atlas Stones exciting. Like if you had like some kind of, you have to lift Atlas Stones over walls and then you got to pick it up and you got to walk it like, you know, 150 yards this way. You know, like if you put a hundred pound ball on my shoulder, it, I'm going to struggle. You know, it's going to be something. And then maybe an maybe some obstacles after it, right? Maybe like something. Look. We're going to do yeah. a little bit of fitness in today. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the way this shook out, you guys ended up third and fourth, respectively. Yep. Um, just have a couple more questions. I'll let you guys roll. Uh, just like when I look back, I'm sure in a competition like this, it's like there's probably a lot of like Monday morning quarterback <sighs> type of stuff or hindsight. Um, so what would you say like – Kent, on your end, what, what was something you would have done different if there was a regret at all? Like, what would you have kind of changed? I mean, I I left everything out there. Um, I feel like I maximized every event to the best of my ability. Uh, I don't think I came in completely prepared for the Spartan Games as a whole. I mean, mm -hmm. there were definitely some weaknesses in my game, and it got exposed at times. Uh the mental game that goes into a four day competition, the highs and lows that can come along with that. Like you have to be prepared um, for, for a roller coaster. Um, if you're fighting for, you know, the, a podium spot. Um, so, yeah, um, 
tighten some things up. You know, if, if this is going to be something that they're going to do every year, uh, you know, I'll have to mm. come in with a better endurance base, which if I were to go now, I'd probably do much better in that half marathon mm-hmm. um, and, and some other events as well. Uh, and if wrestling, if that's going to be a thing, I mean, dude, I do not, I don't even know. Maybe that just, it might not even be something I'm, I take that seriously. Maybe the Spartan games are just something I go and see how well I can do. Like, I don't know if going and taking wrestling classes is something that's something I just really want to do. Um, and if that means I got to take third place at every Spartan games from here on out, then, then, uh, that's, that's what it is. But what it did do for me was give me confidence going forward in my athletic career because I was able – one thing I didn't do in Spartan Games 1 was win any events. Uh, I had a couple good events, but um, this time I I had two first places, two second places, uh, and a couple fourths. Um, so I, and, and I, I beat Hunter, and, and a lot of the things that – um, that we both do the same of. Like I, I mm-hmm. took him down in, in the DECA event and uh, the beep test, um, just some some fitness events. And I took him down and that gave me confidence going forward. And that I think ultimately prepared me for taking him down in High Rocks, which was, yeah. You see Rip this? It. That's where he Winner. got that hoodie. That's where I got this hoodie. And, you know, I was able – I didn't win the Spartan Games, but I was able to build off of the performance that I put down there and, and kind of propel me to another level uh, going forward. Technically, I think you got that hoodie for beating me because they were in the same age group and they get those to oh. age group at, but whatever. You still, you still beat him that day. Um, VJ, how about yourself? Uh, I think I did as well as I could have. You know, I, there was probably – a few instances where I could have performed better um, as far as strategy or um, like definitely preparation. Like I, I think of myself as probably one of the athletes that fine tunes the most to specifically what I do. Um, I think a lot of, like I said earlier, a lot of athletes for some reason believe that OCR athletes are like the most well-rounded and that's not true. Like if you want to, if you want to, gain the most performance out of this sport it's an endurance sport at, like at its heart mm-hmm. and there's a certain couple skill sets that you need to master and i focus on those things and that's what makes me really successful at, at ocr and you you push me out of that yeah i'm a pretty good athlete and i can hold my own but i'm not just like a a, a savage across the board so i mean i'm pretty happy with how i did um you know being able to display my strength and the the deck of strong and some events like that. I'm pretty happy with it. Um, would I like to have six months to prepare for something like this? And do I think I could have done better? Absolutely. Um, I'm very big on preparation. Like I don't really stray from mm-hmm. my path when I have a chosen path, like for this year, like I'm not, I'm, I'm going exactly where I plan on being. And that's where, that's like, let's where I'm gonna go, be. baby. Let's go. <laughs> what? And I'm, that's, I'm, I'm about that. I'm about that. Exactly. Yeah, like I that, think we're all aligned on that. For sure. Yeah. So um, being like, hey, you're going to do this random thing out the blue to test what kind of athlete you are. And I'm like, well, no, like that's not. Mm. Um, and I, I do have a hard time differentiating doing things for fun and doing things for competition. Um, like that's why I would never sign up for a marathon without putting in, you know, like a six block of marathon specific training. 
Like, could I go complete a marathon right now? Sure. Am I going to run a good marathon? No. And I'd be disappointed for like the rest of my life because I didn't prepare for it. So I it like to set you back for, for your other stuff. Like it just exactly. doesn't make sense. Um, yeah. So I, I see what you're saying. Like this, if this was something where it would have, you'd have to train full time for the Spartan games to, for it to kind of turn out. Or change the, you know, the events don't yeah. have the same type of events. Make um, it more Spartan it, specific and actually have OCR athletes there. <laughs> well, that would be like a Spartan combine. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I guess so. Um, so just one last one. It's a guy who is a, uh, a Patreon member for Torque. He, he wrote, he, he had, he wants to grab your opinions on some things. Just his question is more around like the rap that Spartan is kind of taking on uh, through some media outlets and how some of the athletes, you know, we don't always agree with what Spartan's doing. Um, and he's saying like, yeah, Spartan's not perfect, but like, what is your opinion on like how damaging the negative, um, like narrative is towards Spartan and is it like, what are your opinions of just kind of like how we talk about it? I don't well, think it's, you I don't it. think it's all that damaging at all because it's such a small percentage of people that, that take the time to really get out and comment or like make a big fuss about it. And even when I do it, like it's all in good fun. Like I, I look, I've had my differences with Spartan over the years um, they continue to this day, but I'm thankful for them. I love them. Like I know, you know, all the employees. Um, and when I talk shit on social media uh, about, you know, the Spartan games or whatever the case may be, like don't put too much stock in it. You know, like it's, it is what it is. Um, do I wish things were different? Yeah. But I don't know, man, they, it, they're a business. I don't know how much of uh say that I would have anyway, you know, when it comes to deciding things. Um, but it's all in good fun, man. Like I know there's people out there hating on, on the Spartan games and, and I'm sure many other things as well, but I don't think it's a big deal at the end of the day. Um, that's just kind of my two cents. PJ, what do you think? Um, well, I don't know. I think a lot of things like from my personal perspective, I love Spartan race and uh, I like most of the people within the brand. I love the sport, um, but there are specific individuals in the sport that are in within the brand that hold positions of power. Um, and also there's ways that they do business that lead to its ultimate like demise and make it really rough for all of us to, to continue having, um, like interactions with them. Uh, they, like there's, hasn't been any innovation since what, 2017 was the last time we got a new obstacle. Maybe pipe layer. Do you forget when pipe layer came? Um, dude, that's like my favorite obstacle. So get out of here. Big time, um, big time innovation. <clears throat> yeah. Um, it's just, it's not going anywhere. It's really stagnant. And if things continue this way, I believe that the, the elite side of the sport will be dead within five years. Um, you won't have full-time athletes like myself that are really dedicating to it and dwindling and probably, as is. Yeah. Yeah, dude, it's, it's falling apart. It's not exciting to watch anymore. Like you used to actually like watching the live feeds sometimes. And now they're just like, 
it's like they're still doing it, but they're not promoting it anymore. They used to promote that Spartan Race was a sport. Who's running? Look, I'm not. A, I will. I will call this person out. Who is running the Spartan Social? Good God! It I is don't think it's the freaking... social media team's fault because they're ultimately getting pushed in a direction. Because I've interacted with the media team a lot, and they're doing everything that they can to like keep things interesting, but they're being pushed in a direction. They're trying to build Spartan the lifestyle brand, which uh, to to some extent, sure, I get it, but like they're not showing Spartan races as sport. They used to really try to push that. And by mm -hmm. pushing that, like you feature the elite athletes, you build stars within the sport, you build heroes. Like people mm -hmm. watch the NBA, not just for the teams, but for the players. There's people Only that are for the players. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Probably just that. Like the, how many people are just LeBron fans? They don't care what team he's playing for. They're just LeBron fans. And there's no LeBron in OCR. They're not pushing any people. So it's like, most people don't know that Spartan race is a sport. They think it's a gimmick activity for people to do. And I think like the open wave side of things, like that's going to continue on for a long time, but the direction that this, that the sport itself is going Spartan race, Spartan race elites five years, I give it tops unless something big changes and somebody either needs to step up uh, within the brand and make a change I mean, talk to me. I'll give you plenty of ideas. Or someone outside needs to innovate and, and make mm -hmm. something exciting because this is an exciting sport. Mm -hmm. This is really cool to watch if you know how to make it that way. Just no one's actually really pushed to make it exciting to watch. Um, the only people that are trying to do that are just like, you know, tiny media outlets with smartphones trying to like get you to tune in while they kind of like run around with broken gimbals. Mm hmm and I, I applaud them for trying, but that's just not quite gonna get it done. So, I mean, I'm trying to do my part. Um, I'm working on something on the side that I won't really talk about because I'm not allowed to yet, but like, I hope that there's something that comes out that, that kind of progresses this sport um, to make people know that it is a sport, not just an activity. And, and they used to do that like they used to really push it and like when i first got into the sport i was actually able to build followers really quickly i um, was able to have like sponsorship opportunities and stuff like that um that's not being pushed anymore it's not like athletes aren't getting featured anymore you don't know who the top athletes are like in the sport at all like when do they when do they ever feature the best like say the top three obstacle racers in the world when do they ever get featured in any media or anything uh, like with the brand? They don't, it doesn't exist. I didn't, I didn't know that was the Avenue we were going to go down, but I, I mean, I agree with everything VJ just said, and he's probably better off commenting on that anyway, because he's more involved with, with Spartan than I am because I saw this coming before it actually happened. And I kind of veered off into a different lane, you know, two, three years ago. Um, I, I kind of saw the sport going in a direction that wasn't going to suit me as an athlete. I didn't like the way some of the management, you know, was, was being run. Um, and just the lack of innovation. And, you know, when, when other things came about and I probably wouldn't have interested, interested, interested myself as much had, Spartan not, you know, kind of gone in the direction it's, it's now going in. Um, maybe I would have stuck around and tried to keep training, but, you know, I kind of found my own thing with, with DECA 
and then high rocks too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've kind of removed myself from the whole Spartan race thing now, which is actually gotta be honest. It's like a weight off my shoulders. Um, and, and VJ's right though, man, it's, it's in a couple years, man, if there's not some change, I just, I just don't, I mean, it'll still be around, but I don't know if it'll be a, a, a thing where, you know, it's, maybe it's just for open, open people or something that's becoming warrior dash or something along yeah. those lines. That's, that's so, I guess what Mike is like, to answer Mike's question a little bit, it's like the, the reason this narrative exists is because it, it's kind of real, right? The way that they do treat the athletes and us as athletes, like pouring so much into it and not really uh, being taken care of by the company that uh, kind of brought us into it is definitely frustrating and it makes us feel like we're not important to them. But at the same time, I don't think we are important. But, to them. And that's probably it. I set the Decafit world record in the beginning of January, the prize money for that race was a thousand bucks. It's almost May and I haven't been paid for that race. I mean, that's completely unacceptable. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, that, that's, that part's, a whole, that whole is just <laughs> one. Yeah. That's one uh, piece to the puzzle. Thing and is, I've, there are good people in Spartan race. There, there are really helpful people. There's good workers there. It's just like, none of them communicate. You can talk to one person in the finance department and they'll tell you something and you'll talk to another person that works next to this person and they have no idea what you're talking about. There's just no communication. There's no like, I don't know, like they didn't set any kind of structure within the company to how to like communicate and keep things on track. It's just like everyone's handling two or three different jobs and they're sharing one of those jobs with somebody else and but they're taking care of it in their own way, doing different stuff. And it's just like, it's just, everything's all over the place. Um, so I, it's, I feel bad. Like I, I don't really try to call out anybody or anything like that because I know how difficult it is to probably work in this, uh, in the brand itself. Like you might be trying your hardest to do the right thing and get things moving, but there's just no like set structure within the brand to like get anything done. It's like everything just seems thrown together um, in almost every way. And it's just kind of a bummer. I don't know if something changed because I used to get a different feeling from Spartan race. I don't know if it's always been this way. Like you can talk to it, Kent, but like, I feel like when I first got involved in like 2017, you know, things were different and it seemed a lot easier to get things done. Like payments were on time, um, interacting with people at the brand. I never got ignored when I reached out unless it was Jody. I, you know, Jody, I would ignore you, but everyone else was very helpful. Um, I don't right. know. I don't know what's going on. Like if you send an email right now, you might not get a response for a month or something. Yeah. It's like, what, what the heck? And I mean, I don't know the reason behind this person leaving the company, but you know, one of the guys I did trust and, and looked up to, and he's been around since the beginning, just left the company. Yeah. I think we all know who that is. And that's never a good sign when, when your number one employee uh, is no longer with the company. So yeah, it's not great. And the, where I think that uh, what I worry um, with just kind of the, the 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 damaging language that we put around uh, Spartan is that they're just going to be like, okay, we're done with elites. There's one day they're just going to be like, you know what, you guys are more trouble than than you're you're than you're paying off for us. So like this year, 
nothing. <laughs> and maybe that what is what's going to happen, VJ, in a couple of years. Which that that that's how this ends. I believe that that will create some sort of vacuum for uh, someone else to slide in to one hundred percent create because there are athletes here, and like maybe that's what this sport needs in the evolution because um, it is brand new. Like we're still really at the infancy of it when you look at the scope of how other sports really kind of progressed. Um, that this is probably just one of the first iterations of what OCR as a sport as and as a uh, professional level athletes is going to look like. Um, but I worry about that all the time. It's like they're just going to say, screw it. We're done. Yeah. That's why, I, have, have. That's why I work at UPS. <laughs> got that sick dental got that yeah yeah <laughs> um, fire, dude. all right dudes well i appreciate you guys popping on it was really fun watching you guys at spartan games i appreciate you guys being honest and telling us the whole deal about what's going on so if they invited you back would you go yeah 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 mostly Probably just most i would i would do it just to go hang out with everybody because that's that's kind of where the 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 experiences had is just kind of getting to hang out get to meet people you don't know um even people you've seen at races before but maybe never got to talk to you that much um that part's pretty fun and i i think i'd go back for that i'd go do media like i'd go get featured and be one of the broadcasting people be the, the broadcasting was pretty pretty boring this year like i feel like the first year was actually really exciting to watch and i got pretty amped up watching it and this year it almost seemed like I don't know. You got a bunch of people together in a parking lot and decided to do something and you whipped out your iPhone and filmed it. Like it just didn't have the atmosphere. It's like they tried to broadcast it well, but the atmosphere and that feeling wasn't there. Like that energy that the first season had, Mm -hmm. it just didn't match it. So I hope they find their groove, but like, I don't know. I don't know what direction I'm going to go. I'm at like a crossroads right now. I feel like this might be my last year to really pursue OCR before it kind of runs dry. <laughs> and uh, I got to figure so out what I'm going to do. And I, I would just love for them to have more OCR athletes at it. Come you know? to High Rocks. I think I could do really well at High Rocks. I just wouldn't be the same athlete. And I can't, no, I can't no. split my focus like that because I know I'll fall apart. But I, High Rocks does look really exciting to me. And, uh, you know, at some point I might – dedicate some time to trying to get good at that and see what we can do yeah boy all right fun cool dudes well i appreciate you guys and bye talk to you soon see you late all All right, right fellas